And we don't want to spend our time thinking about the disease, thinking about the affliction. We want to fix our thoughts on things above, things that are pure and lovely and of a good report. And, and, and to recognize, thank you, Lord, this is what I'm going to, I'm going to do. I'm going to trust you and believe that you are This is Charisma Connection. I'm Steve Green on the Charisma Podcast Network, and I'm so excited to introduce you another book author, not just any book author, but Catherine Ruinala, who's written some classics and really good books. We're going to talk about one, maybe two of them, her most recent. But first of all, thank you for coming all this way. I know you came from Australia just to join us (laughs) in the Podcast Network, so welcome. It is a delight to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. Before we talk about your books, tell me what you're up to. What's the Lord doing with you? What do you feel in your heart is most urgent? Oh, you know, I believe God has souls on his heart. And so we are really seeing some amazing miracles. And the beautiful thing is that as people see miracles happen, they they then their eyes are looking to the one who has done the miracle yes. and we get to testify of Jesus we or just Wednesday night I was at Judy Jacobs church in Tennessee and a, a completely deaf ear popped open and then you know the the people were just being healed in the glorious happens so often now I don't even have to lay hands on people because they recognize God is healing and they reach out and touch him and and are healed so we're seeing a lot of that happen and uh, but I'm so excited what used to seem difficult is now easy God is moving on the hearts of men and women all over the world and there's a tremendous harvest happening amen so your books, I, I want to start right there. Before we go too much deeper, introduce your website to us so some that are listening can find it now while we're talking. Oh, thank you. Would you go ahead and do that? Yeah, we, we pod, I podcast, and we've got YouTube videos and, and everything you need on www.catherineruanala.com. So that's R-U-O-N-A-L-A, Catherine with a K. And uh, yeah, I know you'll find some things to be a, uh, to bless you there. So tell me about your podcast. What kind of shows do you do? Well, we, we have a television program, um, and we're just in the process of developing another TV program as well. But we also, I podcast every week, uh, just sharing as the Holy Spirit leads uh, on different different things. I've been sharing recently about the Holy Spirit and what it is to really uh, live and move and work with the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, I, I hope you'll be blessed. Well, I'd like to get your podcast on the Charisma <laughs> Podcast Network. You'd be we'd, most welcome. We'd love to have you uh, do that as a okay. as a regular. They're available uh, on yeah. iTunes, but I'd love to be able to do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, so we can talk about how to do that. We'll yeah. don't have to talk business now. I want to talk about your great book. This is so intriguing, From Wilderness to Wonders. So let's talk about that wilderness experience first that mm-hmm. we all start with a from. Mm. You know, a lot of people... They, when you have a promise or a desire in your heart and 
you know, the Lord's put something on your heart that you know that he wants this, but you're not seeing the fulfillment of that happen. It can be a very discouraging experience. And a lot of people, they, they don't understand sometimes the nature of prophecy too, mm-hmm. in that they prophecy is not an inevitability. Prophecy is an invitation. And like it says in 1 Timothy 1.18, that we're to wage warfare, my son Timothy, with the prophetic words spoken over you, that you may not suffer shipwreck as some have. So what the scripture is talking about is actually waging war spiritually with the promises, with the prophetic words spoken over you. The promises that you read in the Bible, you know, where it talks about, I pray that you prosper and be in health even as your souls prosper, or, or whatever the promise is that you're contending for, for your family, for your children. Uh, there is there is ways that you can partner with God to really see that, see those promises come about. It's through faith and patience that we inherit the promise. And, you know, we've got to be careful not to allow our um, our faith to be moved by what we see, but with who we know, the one who is faithful. Sometimes people get to the place where they're like, well, you have to make a decision. Where else am I going to go? You alone have the words of life. But I can tell you, as you trust him, he is so faithful. And I have testimony after testimony tell of us the faithfulness one. Give, of God. Give us an example. Tell us a good news story that you've heard. Well, you know, I, I went through a situation at, um, a, quite a few years ago with my eldest child just broke our hearts you know where we weren't expecting um, for for her to, to walk away from the Lord but the Lord promised me at that at that time that it was going to get better and better but I tell you it um, it was a really difficult situation I didn't I thought I'd even just give up ministry I was so mm-hmm. discouraged she went prodigal on you huh? yeah she did but you know, I had a promise in my heart that he who had began a good work in her will carry it through to completion. Amen. And I tell you, it's been amazing. As the Holy Spirit just began to give me keys about how to how to partner with him and, and how to love her and how to see her come through. Well, she and I are just such awesome friends. Now, she's just been traveling with me here in the U.S. And she's an amazing woman of God. And But, you know, I, I believe we've got to be careful in all sorts of circumstances, even in sickness. You know, sometimes people, you get Job's friends around you if uh-huh. you're not careful. I went through a season where I had some chronic illness and I thought, well, how can I be praying for the sick when I've got a, a sickness? Makes you feel like a fraud. Yeah, but the yes. truth is you're not defined by what's happening to you. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous Mm. But the Lord delivers him from them all. You know, to try and explain why is this happening is not a necessarily very wise track to take. I prefer to ask the question, who does God want to be to you in that situation? And the other thing is, you don't have to wait until you see the fulfillment of your promise to be who God's called you to be. The Bible says it's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. And he is not limited by your circumstances. Mm -hmm. Christ in you wants to heal the sick. Christ in you wants to love people everywhere. And, you know, sometimes we even put our happiness on hold until we see promises fulfilled. But if you if that was if that's the case, and I I tended to do that during that season, my my emotions would go up and down depending on how well my daughter was doing. But sure. but you know the Lord taught me 
the importance of finding joy in his presence, how to actually realistically find that comfort of the Holy Spirit in a really tangible, personal way. Uh, So because if you see the fulfillment of that promise and you're waiting to be happy for that, as soon as that happens, there's going to be something else you're believing for. If you're believing for a child to get saved, then you're going to be believing for them to be married to a godly spouse. You're going to be believing for their children. and You'll be continually postponing happiness. Mm-hmm. But I believe God wants to give you joy in the wilderness season. And he wants to help you understand that even during those times when it doesn't seem like there's much fruit happening, like it says in Habakkuk, um, I believe that we can have confidence. He's giving us Heinz feet. He's creating us. Uh, our, he's, he's developing our character to be able to have greater and greater influence. And the comfort that we receive from him in those seasons, we can then comfort others with. Amen. We're visiting with Catherine Ruanala. She's written a, just a real touching book, From Wilderness to Wonders. And Catherine, I've got to ask you, there's a listener that will be hearing this that is probably going through uh, some real tough physical uh, in need of healing mm. and continues to feel as though no matter who prays with her, no matter where she goes or what's being done, uh, healing is not being manifest. Mm. And maybe believing that there's some something wrong in her tree, in her, mm-hmm. her lineage, mm-hmm. how would you comment on that if, if she was standing in front of you and you're praying with her? Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that. You know, I really believe, you know, it's so tempting to want to try and figure out why God, why, when God, when, how God, how. But I believe that can only really lead to, we we haven't got the mind to be able to work out these things that we don't understand. I prefer to just, like it says in Psalm 121, uh, or 131 maybe, where it says, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty, neither do I trouble myself with weighty matters or things that are too difficult for me. Surely I've calmed and quieted my soul, like a weaned child Where is, this is my in the Bible? soul. I think it's Psalm 131. Okay. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. And, you know, I think we've got to adopt that weaned child, you know, um, position where we go, Lord, I'm not going to trouble myself with stuff I don't understand, but I'm going to lean on you and trust what you say. You say, you are my healer. You heal all my diseases. I'm going to pick up the sword of the spirit. Where else am I going to go? You alone have the words of life, like Peter said. And I'm going to take the sword of the spirit and I'm going to just keep jabbing. This is the truth. You know, I've seen so many amazing miracles. We have seen stage four cancer healed multiple times. In fact, I had an amazing story recently. While we've seen lots of instant miracles of tumors disappearing and glorious things happen, um, my dear friend in Australia recently, James Graham, he was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer with a big bowel tumor, secondary tumors in his lungs, uh, cancer in the lymph nodes, and their doctors were not saying it doesn't look good. And they operated to remove the bowel tumor, but the reality was that that didn't work very well. The, the operation, the bowel stopped working. It didn't work. Nine days later, he was in such dire straits that they called me to come. They said, we don't think he's going to live through the night. So I went to pray. And uh, then that night, the Lord walked into his hospital room and he had a seven-hour encounter with God. And he woke up well. But, you know, during that time he was talking with the Lord for those seven hours, he actually got offended with God. He said, Lord, 
in all this time you're talking to me, you haven't even mentioned cancer. Hmm. And the Lord said to him, he said, that's because it's irrelevant. And he said, well, it's not irrelevant to me. (laughs) It's quite relevant. And uh, the Lord smiled. He said, no, it's irrelevant. And and then he woke up healed. And he just preached for me last Friday, which is awesome. Wow. But uh, that's living in the miraculous. That is, you know. And but that's the thing: we don't want to spend our time thinking about the disease, thinking about the affliction. We want to fix our thoughts on things above, things that are pure and lovely and of a good report. Amen. And 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 to recognize, thank you, Lord. This is what I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I'm gonna trust you and believe that you are my healer and. You know, he is. I have got testimony after testimony. So in a very direct question that you may not be able to answer directly because he's sovereign, God is sovereign, if if a healing is not occurring in the life of someone that you care about and love, what advice do you give them when they say, there's something that I need to do before God will heal me? You know, I would, I'm, I'm not a theologian, but... I have not seen it in the Gospels. When I study the life of Jesus, I never see Jesus going to someone saying, well, now there's something you've got to do before I'll heal you. The Bible says that everyone who came to him, he healed. He healed them all. And he never put them through an inquisition saying, well, you haven't done this and you haven't done that and you need to get this sorted and you need to sort this out. I feel that we can only build our lives on the rock, who is Lord, the Lord Jesus. Yes. So I think our doctrine and our theology needs to be built on who Jesus is. Now, I believe it's really important that we are stewards of this body that he's given us, that we take good care of it. You know, we, we, we don't want to put the Lord to the test. We should be wise about how we steward our yes. bodies. We should be wise about walking in forgiveness to, with people and all of those good things. But, you know, God is sovereign. He is glorious. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if everyone who came to him for help received it, as as the scripture undeniably tells us, then he's the same today. If you come to him for help, then you just need to not change the subject. You say, I I know, I know my Redeemer lives. Don't change the subject. I love it. It's true. If you don't quit, you win. You don't quit, you win. This is some good word. Thank you. God bless. Tell us about, real quick, why will this book resonate with someone who has not heard of you or your book, From Wilderness to Wonders, and even your other book, Living in the Miraculous? Why does that resonate with your readers? You know, I believe faith works by love. And if people can grasp the truth of how much God loves them and gain hope in in the circumstances rather than trying to figure out why isn't it happening, rather learning how to develop a relationship, an intimate relationship with God, to, to walk with him, to see the promises fulfilled. I believe every one of us are called to much bigger things than we can imagine. That the Lord, Christ in us, doesn't want to have a little life. Mm. Christ in us wants to touch the world around us. And so whatever you are daydreaming about, whatever you want to see God do, he wants to see that happen more than you do. And He wants. I, I believe these books will really equip people to help them connect with the Father's heart and the will of God and will help them know how to practically partner with God to see these promises fulfilled. So we can find your books on Amazon. That's right. As well as bookstores anywhere. And of course, your website, 
Yes. Uh, I hope you, our listeners now have already found it. Our website, again, is com. Real easy. Catherine with a K and with an E, not a Y. Ruinala, R-U-O-N-A-L-A. You've got to get to her website. If this is resonating with you, if this is touching your life, visit her website and learn more about this wonderful woman of God. Catherine, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you in the studio. I hope we continue this relationship forever. I hope that we can listen to your podcast and be a part of this uh, building the kingdom of God, a healthy kingdom of God as we go forward. Thank you, Stephen. God bless you in this wonderful work you're doing. Thank you. You've been listening to the Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. This is Steve Green. God bless you all. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast is brought to you by Dr. Bill Hammond, founder of Christian International Ministries. Thank you, Dr. Hammond, for sponsoring this podcast. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.